nobody can tell you what to do. That is how you're going to rejuvenate. What is that? Are you bringing that into your life on a daily basis? And not what you should do, not what you should do for your husband or your kids or your friends, or like, I should go out with my friends. We're going to just block out all the shoulds in the woods, right? And if you can, you incorporate each hour a day. Let's recoup that. And not even, and, and that half hour doesn't mean, oh, I should exercise because it's good for me. I'm not talking about that, okay? We do enough the shoulds, right? So that's fine. But to really recoup our energy, let's just say, what do I want to do right now? And do this every day. Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dotches marmette We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. Hello, and welcome to episode 136 of the Art of Living Well podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I can't believe it is already the middle of August, and we are hoping that you've really been enjoying your summer and have been able to relax and unwind and just enjoy yourself. I know Stephanie and I feel very grateful to have taken some time off this summer to spend time with family and friends and really disconnect from work. And as entrepreneurs that mostly work from our homes and our work is kind of always with us 24 seven. So it's really easy to get into the habit of being on all the time and feeling pressure to post on social media. And while we both absolutely love what we do, we recognize the importance for each of us to take some time off from our businesses and podcasting. And doing so really has allowed us to come back rejuvenated and energized and to keep producing these amazing episodes to share with all of you. So today we have a really powerful conversation to share, and we don't want you to miss it, but before we dive into our episode, we do have one quick reminder. We are absolutely loving our new podcast episode format that drops monthly called our 15-minute health transformation audit, where we bring you, our community members, on our show for a 15-minute health transformation audit where we guide you to identify what's holding you back from your ideal health and wellness. And we analyze with you so that you can walk away with a tangible action step to guide you on your journey to finding your art of living well. We are so excited about these episodes. We've had great feedback on them. As integrative health practitioners and health coaches, we really love doing this kind of work with you. Grab a cup of tea, get cozy, check out some of our previous health transformation audit episodes such as episode 121, 126, 130, 133, to hear from a few of our our community members that have already come on the show. Even better, we would love to have you on. So click the link in our show notes or on our website and sign up for your 15-minute health transformation audit. And now let's welcome today's amazing guest, Sue Ping Negrin. Sue is an acupuncturist and energy healer and has been for over 20 years, and she has created a revolutionary health and wellness online program called Heal From Within. Its mission is to help people achieve better health and peace through energetic balancing. It is based on her style of Qigong, which is energy practices, Chinese medicine, fundamentals, and her own innate wisdom and life experience. It's really her hope that through understanding the energetic building blocks of life, people will learn how living in free-flowing energy is the key to stress less and meaningful living. In our conversation today, we talk a lot about balance and how to de-stress the body and um, a topic that kept coming up over and over again was energy, which is something that I'm so fascinated by. 
And we discussed, you know, a lot about Chinese medicine and how it really teaches us how to live in balance with ourselves and with the world around us. And also how we can connect to our own energy in a way that works for us. And blocking out that external noise um, to really get back to that center or quiet space within you. This conversation was so fascinating. Su Ping was so lovely, and I'm really excited to share this episode with you today. But first, a quick word from our sponsor, Shield Your Body. Shield Your Body is a company that makes products to shield your body against electromagnetic frequency, or EMF radiation, from modern technology. Did you know that all modern technology is a source of EMF radiation? Cell phones, laptops, Wi-Fi, even your refrigerator is a source of EMF radiation. And each year, we are exposed to more and more EMFs. There are literally thousands of high-quality, peer-reviewed scientific studies demonstrating clear links between exposure to EMF radiation and a wide range of negative health effects, from anxiety and infertility to sleep disruption and cancer. Fortunately, there are easy ways that you can reduce your EMF exposure right now that cost you absolutely nothing. After reading the Shield Your Body Guide, I stopped using my AirPods, something I used daily for hours sometimes, and have switched back to the old school wired headphones. For me, after reading the Shield Your Body Guide, I really put my foot down and insisted that my kids keep their cell phones and their laptops out of their bedrooms at night while they were sleeping. And I've been working on Jordan as well. And I think after reading the guide and listening to our podcast, he has finally agreed to do that. So download your copy of a free guide at shieldyourbody.com to start improving your health right now. And be sure to check out our episode number 123 with R. Blank, CEO of Shield Your Body. Hi, Su Ping. We are so excited to have you on our show today. We love that we were connected online and we can't wait to share your journey and how you are helping so many overwhelmed and stressed out people find more peace, laughter, self-love, and confidence in their lives. And we know that everyone has a story and we would love for you to share your health journey and what led you to become an acupuncturist, practicing Chinese medicine, and ultimately redefining the meaning of health and well-being to people around the globe. Okay. Well, thank you, ladies, for having me here. And I think my story could take up an entire podcast alone, but I'm going (laughs) to try and shorten that. Um, So what led me to become an acupuncturist? Um, I think we'll start with that. Um, I actually was born in Hong Kong. My parents are from China. And so I grew up with a very traditional... um, uh, Chinese family and um, always really had very good health. We grew up rather poor. I grew up in a rather dysfunctional family. So I didn't have access to healthcare the way most Americans do. And um, so fortunately, I was always really healthy. And then I uh, really wanted to assimilate to uh, the Western culture, America, as quickly as possible. So when I moved here, I was sick. I was all in, like, all in American. And I, you know, went down the American path. I went to school. I became a uh, computer consultant. I was a math major and, uh, and a computer major. It's actually, I'm a real digit head. I love logic and science and stuff. But I always knew that health was something that was just my passion, but I didn't have the financial resources to uh, try and attain that. So I did uh, consulting for about 12 years knowing and actually hoping that one day that I was going to go and do something else. And um, I met my husband who had cancer before we met. And then about eight months after we got married, he relapsed. And that was a pretty traumatic thing in our life. You know, he had a uh, stem cell transplant and uh, I became obviously his caregiver and um, I was working and that was a little bit stressful, but we got through it. And then uh, we tried to have kids. And so then we went down this fertility journey. And that was very tough. That went on for about three years. And we struggled with IVF and, you know, all, all sorts of other uh, modalities that we tried. And I had a, a, a bad pregnancy that, uh, that ended uh, fairly late term. And that 
threw me for a loop. I think all the stresses that I had in my life, that was one that just was like, oh my God, where did this come from? And I just regrouped. And I said, okay, I am 30, uh, I guess I was 32 at the time. And I said, okay, let me think about what it is I want to do. Because now I have the opportunity. And so I said, I've always loved health. Let me go into that. And I thought about maybe potentially being a, a Western doctor. But I had the foresight and said, oh, the hours and the, the amount of work it would take. So I decided not to. And then um, I actually ended up in an acupuncturist's office. I'd never been to an acupuncture. Um, and I was like, oh, my. I, you know, that moment I walked in and I was like, this is what I should be doing. It, it was like it was just immediate. You know, it was so amazing. And uh, so I came home and I said to my husband, I'm going to be an acupuncturist. It's like, what are you talking about? I went from being a computer consultant and I was a good computer consultant. I just didn't love it. And I went and went to school. And, and during that time, we were still struggling with fertility. And uh, at the end of my first year of acupuncture school, uh, we had a teacher that was from, uh, from China who lived in San Diego. And she was a uh, OBGYN back in China. And I told her about my story. She said, oh, come to, you know, San Diego for, for the weekend and let me work with you. So we went down for Memorial Day uh, weekend. We were there for four days. And she treated me. She treated my husband. She gave us herbs. And we went back to New York. And she said, okay, I'm not supposed to treat anybody, but this is your husband. I'm going to tell you what to do. I'm going to tell you how to treat yourself and took herbs. And so Memorial Day was May and um, by end of June, I was pregnant. And this was after three years of IVF. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Right? So I my just got friend, the chills. Wow. So did I. <laughs> That's I amazing. <laughs> it, it was one of those moments. And, and, and everybody was like, I didn't know you were doing IVF again. And I said, I didn't. So that was, you know, that's not a sign that I should continue doing what I was doing, which it was. And it was incredible. So we had a beautiful girl. And then a year later, we had another beautiful girl. I mean, not a year, a year later, we got pregnant and had another beautiful yeah. girl. Um, so that's what led me to acupuncture. And that was my story. Uh, and it was quite powerful. So, um, and then I obviously started treating a lot of other uh, fertility cases. Well, that's such a beautiful and inspiring story. I love hearing that. Um, and I love just hearing how you took your challenges and struggles and now you're helping others. Um, so yeah, thank and you for sharing And you've taken that. your acupuncture work and kind of, um, expanded it right into like energy work. Is that correct? Um, yeah. So I have taken acupuncture to, uh, my acupuncture to another level. Um, I just want to make a correction um, Marty, and, and I do understand that most people don't realize that acupuncture is energy, right? Chinese medicine is energy. Mm -hmm. And I think that the first thing that people don't realize is what acupuncture Chinese medicine is. So I, can I, can I just explain that for a Absolutely. second? Absolutely. Okay. So acupuncture, a Chinese medicine is a complete medical system, right? It, it provides everything theoretically for us to remain in good health. The philosophy of Chinese medicine is that it teaches us how to live in balance with ourselves and really importantly, in balance with the universe and the, and, and the uh, world around us. And everything that Chinese medicine does is to work towards that balance, okay? And then the other basic notion of a fundamental of Chinese medicine is this notion of qi, which is energy. So everything we do works on balancing energy, whether I balance energy with a massage or with a needle or with herbs or with diet, everything, we, we kind of uh, reduce all of that down to this elemental uh, substance called qi energy which is loosely defined as energy obviously there's we factor in bloods and fluids bloods is another substance but chi is probably the overriding uh main main thing that acupuncture works on is to move energy it does it does blood as well but blood is better 
uh, dealt with with herbs. I love the way you just described that. Um, I've heard Chinese medicine described in so many different ways, and I think that I I just love the way you described that. And I'll say that I've tried acupuncture now a number of times. And the first few times I did it, I didn't love it. And I think it was the person that was providing the services for me. And then I found a woman who was very much trained. And I think that more traditional Chinese medicine approach, and it wasn't just about putting the needles in and like walking out of the room. It was really about getting into that flow and that energy and really trying to sense where my pain was and help with that. And it was a completely different experience. It was unbelievable, actually. Hard to describe in words. (laughs) You know, it is hard to describe in words. And it's actually hard for me sometimes to describe, you know, what I do. And, and, but you said something really important, Marnie, you said that I, you know, the acupuncturist used to go before, it was just kind of like sticking needles in and, and when you go through an experience like that, where somebody is just literally not seeing you or seeing where your blocked energy is, and they're just like following, oh, okay, well, stomach 36 here, I'm just going to put it here. And, oh, you know, you have a headache? Oh, well, let me just put it, you know, in your hand, because that's what we're taught. But where it shows up in everybody is so different, and your energy is so different. So it's like, you know, how when you walk into a doctor's office, and they don't touch you. <laughs> have you guys had that experience? You walk into a doctor's office and they do it and take them, uh, okay, they don't touch you. Well, that's not great because everybody manifests illness or you know wellness in a different way. And so palpation, being able to really connect to where your specific issues are, where your blockages are, is huge. And that's connecting to your energy. And where does it show up in your body? So that's great that you've been able to find that. And I hope for everybody that uh, I, I, I'm hoping that I can at least educate people that when they walk in and it's uncomfortable, like you experience, something's not right. Doesn't mean you have to stay with it, right? You're going to go and explore and find something else that is right. Somebody else that matches your energetic vibration. And I think that's an important message for listeners out there who maybe have tried acupuncture or are intimidated by it. Like, you have to try, try, and try again, potentially. So don't give up because there's some amazing pr- practitioners out there. Um, and, but I love that your approach is based on this belief that maximum health is best achieved by empowering our internal healing energy. Can you explain a little bit by what that means to our listeners, like that internal and you know how people can reconnect to their inner voice? Sure. Um, so... I, if it's okay, I'm going to now take you back to how I became, I went from an acupuncturist to doing what I am doing today, which is helping overwhelmed and stressed out people. So most people would go to a therapist or a psychologist or a social worker for that. And that was a result of what happened to me. Okay. So I, in my, for it, when I turned 40, I literally lost my sleep. And when I say I lost it, it was almost complete for a year. And then two years, it was maybe a little bit better. And I went on this journey of, I'm so, I, you know, I've always had great health. I'm so, I'm so healthy. And I thought, okay, I'm an, I'm an acupuncturist. What is it about my physical being that has gone awry that I'm not sleeping anymore? And I went, and I'll tell you, I did it all. I removed all the amalgams in my mouth because I tested high in mercury. Um, I was, I went through all these tests and nothing obviously was showing up. And I thought, and then I actually had mold in my office. I had the whole thing remediated. And I mean, I just was like, just frantic. And, and, and it was, it wasn't, it was a, a tough time in my life. And then I started going down this path of just working with other healers and stuff. And everything just helped a little bit, but it wasn't enough to really sustain me and get me sleeping unless I took a sleeping pill. And what was interesting was that I realized that I was barking up the wrong tree. I was really looking at the physical component of my stress as opposed to what I have allowed my lifestyle to become 
that contributed to that stress. And that was a really big light bulb moment after I was doing, I went down the spiritual path and I started really working with a lot of different practitioners. And I said, wait a minute, I kind of lost myself because I was really strong, really up until 40. And, you know, through my husband's cancer, through, you know, the fertility challenges, and I grew up with a in a very dysfunctional family. I have a, a schizophrenic mother and an alcoholic father who was a gambler. So we pretty much raised ourselves. And I thought, I flew by that, right? I flew by it. And something people always said to me was, are you truly this put together and resilient? Or is this a facade? And I didn't even, I honestly didn't even understand the question. I was like, what are you talking about? This is me. This is who I am. And in retrospect, okay, which is why I can bring you to that point now, is that in retrospect, when I started thinking back, about why I lost my sleep was that I actually started losing that internal beacon, that guide that I had inside of me. I didn't realize it because I'm so strong. I am just a, you know, I'm resilient, but inside of me was whittling away. But again, and I just, I wasn't aware and which is why I felt great until I didn't. And then I was really starting to start to internalize that. And I said, okay, what is going on? And it wasn't until I met Robert Pang, actually. I had actually met him a few years before. He's a, he's a master Qigong uh, practitioner. And we started doing Qigong exercises. And something shifted in me in just balancing my energy in that way and it made it all clear. It's, it's as if something just opened up and said, Sue, this is what's going on with you. And I went, oh, my God. I then went down this journey of going back to rediscover who I was, my strength, my voice. And that's truly what immediately cleared my sleep. Like I went from, you know, I, by that point, I was sleeping better, you know, but not 100%. But after that, I was like, oh found my voice. And that's what led me down and branched off into this uh, aspect of my practice, which is now to help people understand truly uh, what stress does to our body, even if you're not aware of it and how to truly overcome it. Because that's, that's my passion now. Well, everybody needs that. I mean, there's so yes, much stress yes. in the world right now yes. on a daily basis. I mean, just the baseline of what's going on in the world is creating stress for everyone. And then you add, you know, everybody's own personal issues and problems on top of that. And it's like, can you tell us a little bit about Qigong? Some of our listeners may not even know what that is yeah. and mm-hmm. how you bring, how you worked, I guess, with Qigong or in Qigong to help yourself and your clients? Yeah, sure. Thanks for that. Um, it's a great question. Qigong is uh, it's not something most people know about. Most people are more aware of Tai Chi. And I think you ladies asked me that question uh, earlier about that. So let's go back again to the premise of Chinese medicine. Chinese medicine is about balance and Chinese medicine is about balancing energy. So everything we do is about that. So Qigong is another um, self-maintenance modality to help us balance our energy. And again, remember I said it's about helping us balance our energy, but also how do we balance and live with this energy at large in the universe? So Qigong is about teaching us how to keep the LNG balance within ourselves and also within our environment. And we do that through a series of just breathing, movements, and there's many different styles of Qigong as there's many different styles of any science, right? Or any any modality. And it is hopefully in these movements, these slow breathing meditations that you can quiet yourself enough to get back to your center and be able to live in a balanced mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. It is a very, it is definitely a, a spiritual practice. Um, and that's the kind of the overview of Qigong. Um, 
And uh, yeah, that's. And it's not a huge undertaking, right? I mean, you know, it's not like, oh my gosh, I have to go dedicate myself to going to like yoga classes or whatever. It's like something that a person can learn how to do at home, right? And Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Marnie, yes. Uh, can you learn Qigong on your own? And is it simple? Qigong, well, Qigong is so simple. And my style of Qigong really is um, as well. It's not like we have to do certain movements, like in Tai Chi, Tai Chi takes a long time to learn and, or martial arts, right? It's very defined um, uh, cultivation. Whereas Qigong is, for, for me, is, well, we just want to connect you to this energy. We want to get you to understand this energy. How does it move throughout your body and how can we use it to live a better life? So again, back to what we were saying that everybody's an individual, everybody's different, everybody's energy is different. So my only job is to get you to connect to your energy in a way that works for you. And I honestly don't care how you do it. But the minute I get you to do it and the minute you feel oh my God, this is chi. I'm like, okay, well now we're going to, we're going to build on that. We're going to help you build what that chi feels like. So it is so simple, but I'm going to mention one thing is that it is so simple, but it truly can only be learned by studying with somebody else who, who knows how to connect you to this energy because that's an art right Mm -hmm. it is it's like saying i'm going to learn to play the piano well yeah you can and it may take you a really long time and you may get lucky but learn from an expert yeah don't read about it absolutely well i love what you're doing because i've been to lots of acupuncturists and you know for a while was going weekly And I mean, it was great and everything, but I just walked away and there really wasn't anything that I like tools or techniques that I could take with me to do for that maintenance period. So I love how you're incorporating this Qigong element and helping people like develop their own tools so that in their day-to-day life or when they feel the stress coming on, or maybe you can share a little bit about how you can develop this preventatively and so how it can be used in your day-to-day life, regardless of, you know, even if you're sort of in a maintenance mode, you can still continue on with this because it'll just help you for, for years to come, I assume, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Stephanie, that is, so now you've touched on the second thing, which is what my challenges were when I was working um, as a practitioner just treating the individual and not being able to help them maintain that during the week or a month before they came back to see me. And that's really, that became my, my mission. Well, how do I get, the, you know, everybody, like you said, you walk out of the office and you feel great. Yeah. Right. Amazing. Yeah. Like, oh, Absolutely. I got the best massage. Okay. And then you come back, I get people who are coming back to me regularly and they would either get back to where they were sometimes maybe a little bit above or sometimes even worse. And I thought, okay, how can I, how can I help them maintain this? And I tried to do it in my office and I realized, Oh, that, that doesn't work. So one of the things that we do is we try and teach people how to eat better, right? We try and teach people how to, um, how to, you know, exercise or, and, and, and cultivate this energy. And we can teach them through Qigong and, Qigong alone has huge benefits, just like getting an acupuncture treatment, right? You do this breathing, I teach you how to breathe. And now, now I teach you the importance of that breath and how that breath is going to, you know, move throughout your body. I teach you to, uh, to know what that feels like so that when you connect with it, you can assist that process. And that's like going to yoga class, going to a Qigong class absolutely has tremendous benefit. But here's the next challenge that I ran into. People would do the Qigong, but you get into that Zen state. You start off in the morning. Let's say you start off for 10 minutes. Then the rest of the day hits you. And it just, you know, it just 
pulls out that chi, you, you, you expend it quickly. And then you're left the next day, you know, you're drained by the end of the day. Okay. So there's another element missing. Okay. And it did really come in stages. Uh, oh, okay. Taught people how to eat. I told them how to do this. I taught them the breathing, but they're still not able to maintain it. They had to do it day after day. And that's when I said, okay, what are they doing? What is their lifestyle doing that's depleting their energy? Just like, remember what happened to me, right? It was, I just got depleted. I had strong chi. I was a, you know, I was a resilient person. But something in my daily routines or mindset was depleting it faster than I can fill it. And that's when it brought me to this next level, which is, and I don't want to say final because the, the work is always evolving, but that's where I am now. That I can teach you how to, um, how to maintain your chi, understand chi, but now I'm going to teach you how to not drain it and preserve it in a way so that you, are, you have enough energy that lasts you all day. You can replenish, but you're not spending it faster than you can uh, acquire it. So you're not in a deficit, you know? So yeah, how do you do that? How do I do that? Uh, that's what my course is about. My course is about combining that. It is about combining teaching you um, how to pair those two together. And so uh, my course is, a, it's, it's a nine-week program, but it's a three-step process. And the three-step process I call remove, reboot, and return. So when somebody is stressed, we have to acknowledge that the stress has manifested into an illness because nobody comes, nobody comes to you and says, I'm stressed, but I feel great. <laughs> Most of them, right? I mean, right. nobody feels right. You're stressed. There's something you don't feel right, right? Um, I didn't even know I was stressed until I lost my sleep. I was like, oh, wait a minute. I must be stressed. Um, so so at, when it manifests in your body, then what we, the first thing is remove. It's the very first thing I have to do. I can't talk about any of the other stuff because they're not feeling well. So we need to teach them how to remove the blockages in their body because that's Chinese medicine. You're not feeling well. There's a saying in Chinese medicine, uh, when, you are in, when you are in pain, there is no free flow. And when you, are, wait, when you are in pain, there is no free flow. And when you are in free flow, you're not in pain. Really mm. simple. Okay, yeah, so... Yeah. So I go, okay, well, let me help you figure out where your blockages are. So in my, in my course, we do these exercises, these Qigong exercises. And as the Qi is moving through your body, again, I just, I just teach you how to move the Qi in your body. And guess what? I trust you and your body to know well enough where that blockage is. And it's great. So you start to move your blockages and you start to feel better. Great. That's our first step. We move. Next one can is I, Can I interrupt you and ask you a yeah, question about sure. that? So is that all one-on-one work? Oh, okay. So my group, uh, the, the, the class is, is based on two things. It's I have a pre-recorded uh, section. And so these modules get dripped out once a week. And then uh, the live coaching which is uh, I have just uh, weekly classes with me, two other teachers and their group uh, sessions where we discuss the teachings. I clarify because, you know, a lot of the teachings are, you know, fairly new. And so we talk about that, explain it. And then we do live Qigong together. And that's the power we really. So most of the course, though, the client is working on their own through it. Just... No, it's really it, it's a combination. Okay. You, you can choose what you want. You can, I have had people who literally just watch the recordings and barely come to, to, to the coaching classes. Um, but I think it's more powerful to, uh, to pair the two together because, again, I'm teaching you stuff, but I won't know how you as an individual will interpret it. And so mm-hmm. it's really important that as you interpret it and you say, well, you know, I did what you said, but it doesn't feel right. And then I can help you kind of move through that internal, you know, 
blockage or, you know, where you're stuck. Okay. That makes um, sense. Yeah. So can you share a success story from a client who's worked through your nine week um, program and, you know, how they've reduced their stress and how they've had these profound improvements in their life? Sure. Um, I'm going to use Anne um, okay. because I actually am going to interview her in a little bit. Um, she's, she started with me during um, October of 2020. All right, so she's been with me a little over a year, year and change. And she found me on Facebook. She it was an ad. Um, she is a microbiologist, retired and became a yoga teacher. And she is the oldest of nine children, Catholic family. Uh, she has a disabled daughter and another daughter. Uh, as a single mom, she's raised them. She came to me depleted. Can you imagine? I, I mean, you know, raising a, two children, a disabled daughter, and also just the fact that she was the oldest of nine children. That's <laughs> pretty incredible. And she was in aches and pains. She had been going to PT. And she was, as she would say, she was depleted. And she was always waiting for that next shoe to drop. And she said, I don't want to live this way anymore. I can't even pick myself up off the ground. I'm so exhausted. So fast forward a little bit. She joined my program. And the first, I think she said the first two months, maybe three months, she couldn't do any of the exercises standing up. And we're talking their simple breathing exercises, not major. And she had to, and so here's where a perfect example where the live coaching comes from. Okay, all my uh, uh, modules, we do this standing. And she'd come on and she'd go, I just, I can't stand. I'm that exhausted. And I go, great, lay down. I don't care. Sit. Doesn't matter. I'm going to show you how to do it while you're sitting because I need to meet you where you are. If I'm going to sit there and tell you to stand and you're miserable the whole time standing. You're not going to touch your cheek. You're not going to feel your cheek. So I'm like, oh, so we modify it and she lays down. So now we're fast forwarding again. I have two today's time. She says for her, the thing that was the most important was that I helped her regain her power. She, she stopped PT she is 90% better, 90%, yeah. And, and, and I'll tell you how I got her to retain her power. Yes, the Qigong was important because the Qigong really, again, is an energetic tool, right? So you're really pulling in energy. And like I said, I can teach you that. What I taught her was to not allow other people to drain the power that she had cultivated. And that was super important. And how do I do that? I do that with getting us back into our center, which is the return, which is, we didn't talk about reboot. Um, that's kind of the intermediate step, step. But the return is, I get you back to listening to yourself, to feeling mm -hmm. confident that, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. And, oh, you want me to do this? Mm, don't think so. I don't feel right about it. I'm going to stick with this. She's my definitely one of my biggest advocates at this point. Um, but it's changed so many people in different ways because everybody comes in with a different issue. Um, but Anne is, uh, yeah. That's an so amazing story. It, yeah, um, and you said she did your nine-week class, and then did she continue on in the yes. class? Or like what, what if someone isn't finished with the work after nine weeks? Okay, so this... Um, it's nine weeks. I offer 12 weeks of coaching. So even though it's nine week, I give you an extra three weeks in case, you know, everybody's schedule is different and you can do it at your own time. And then after you finish, you can continue on with me and you just stay on and you participate in the coaching and, and, and you continue to do the exercises with me. And I would say to date that 60 to 70% of the people stay on. Okay. And why is that? Because it's a journey. And I am never going to profess to you that at the end of 12 weeks that, oh yeah, I got it. I want you to feel good enough and confident enough that 
you got this right and and here's why most people many people want to stay on is that a we continually do this uh qigong work together um so the, and there's a lot of power in that and and hopefully if you ladies <clears throat> join me in one of my qigong classes you'll 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 see that because i offer them like once a month we'll do it for free and um, so we continue to build on that strength. And here's another really important reason why I think people want like to stay on is that most of our life, most of what we do um, pulls us away from our center. Would you agree with that, ladies? Absolutely. Yeah. I was just going to say that. I think we all need yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. We, it just pulls us away. Mm-hmm. So but what, what people say is wow, when they come in and they come in and you don't have to sign up. I just literally, it's like an open schedule. They come in when they want, they pop in and out. I think the flexibility is really nice. And then everything's recorded. If they don't, if they don't get to watch it, then they'll watch the recording. And they say, it's just helps me always to come back to my center when the rest of my life wants to pull me away and just coming on with you just it, cause it's a safe place. It's a comfortable place. I have a, a woman who, oh my gosh, she sent me an email. I wish I would pull it up. She said, I've been really busy for the last two weeks and I miss your classes because for me, it's like stopping at an oasis while I am crossing a desert. <laughs> wow. I, I know. I was I, like, oh my God. That's quite a compliment. Yeah. That is quite a compliment. It um, is. So that's, yeah. Well, one, I cannot wait to participate in one of your sessions. I'm really looking forward to it. I've done a lot of different modalities of healing um, and I firmly believe in what you're doing. So I can't wait to experience that. Um, and we'll link up all this in the show notes so our listeners can take advantage of that in addition to the nine-week Heal From Within program. So just so everyone knows. So as we start to wrap this up, do you have some practical tips or strategies that our listeners could immediately implement into their lives. You know, obviously a lot of people out there are really struggling with managing their stress levels. And um, what would be some of your top recommendations that, you know, a listener could do to kind of reduce their stress and find their art of living well? So I would say the most important thing is to be able to somehow for you block out the external influences and noise that depowers you and to get back so that you can get back always to your center and how you do that um i guess will vary from person to person but the way i do that is by breathing right it's i i teach uh, how to breathe to get us back into that quiet space. So, and everybody's different. Where is your quiet space? Do the things that really rejuvenate you. That, that's really important. Like make sure that you are not spending your whole time. You can, you can spend your whole day doing stuff, but what are you going to do for that half hour, hour where you, nobody can tell you what to do. That is how you're going to rejuvenate. What is that? Are you bringing that into your life on a daily basis? And not what you should do, not what you should do for your husband or your kids or your friends, or like, I should go out with my friends. We're going to just block out all the shoulds in the woods, right? And if you can, you incorporate each day. Let's recoup that. And not even, and, and that half hour doesn't mean Oh, I should exercise because it's good for me. I'm not talking about that, okay? We do enough the shoulds, right? So that's fine. But to really recoup our energy, let's just say, what do I want to do right now? And do this every day. I love that tip. I think that we are so distracted by the external noise and social media and like the shoulds and pleasing other people, Um and having these high expectations for ourselves that we don't know what brings. So many people don't actually know what brings them joy or what their values are or what grounds and centers them. And this advice for everyone, it's simple. It's not easy. I get it. But um, it's free and it's available to everyone. And it has the you know amazing power to heal. I really believe that. So thank you. I think that's a good challenge for everyone to start doing right away. 
Yep. Yeah. No, it really, it just, just start with that. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, and, 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 you know, Stephanie, you really touched on that because this whole idea of people not knowing what it is that brings them joy. And my fourth step is, you know, true happiness, it's actually called true happiness. And I go through this exercise where I help people find what truly makes them happy. And when I say what truly makes you happy, I mean, you are in a room by yourself. Nobody else is around you. What do you want to do? What makes you happy? Period. Not, Mm -hmm. oh, I want to go out with my husband. Nope, your husband's not there. (laughs) Right. So that's what I try and get people to do. So in that step. That's amazing. I value it all. And then I marry that because this is the second part because the qigong is so important or, or, or some type of internal energy work. Once you figure that out, then you've got the energy that goes with it and says, oh, okay, let me really download it and let me continue to remember it because now I'm going to go back into my center because the energy is so important. We can't do one without the other. Yeah. If, if the whole world did this work, it would be such a different place. I was just thinking about that, like with everything going on in the world right now and how much people are distracted and stressed. And I just, yeah, the more I've personally started to dive into energy work and just energy and understanding it, it, it really makes such a difference. It is, Marnie. You know why? Because if you think about it, energy is a big part of who we are. I mean, energy runs everything in life, right? I mean, I mean, we can't deny that our world runs on energy. So if we recognize that, then we have to say, wow, okay, there's energy in me. Well, how can I live this, you know, calm life if I don't even understand what energy means to me in my body and in my life? So my that that's truly my mission, right? My, of course I work with stress, but my mission is if I can get you in touch with your energy, so you know, oh, this didn't feel right for me. Okay, I don't want to do this. Oh, this feels great. So what do I want to do? I want to continue doing more things that feeds my energy as opposed to depleting it, right? And mm-hmm. that's the mission. It's create, let's create free flow. Yeah. And if we can live in that, yeah, it's, and get everybody back to their center, not to one center of the world. Everybody has their own center. Absolutely. Get back to your true essence. Um, yeah. Well, this has been such a powerful conversation. I'm really looking forward to doing one of your Qigong sessions. Um, but Su Ping, where can people find you? How can people check out your nine-week Heal From Within program? Sign up for one of your uh, free offerings. Sure. So I'm all over social media. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I am Suping Heal From Within, and that's S-I-U. Um, I also have a website, supingheelfromwithin.net, um, where I actually have a free webinar, a free masterclass that you can watch. You can sign up there to learn more about the ideology of what I do. Um, and yeah, and then and like I said, I have a nine-week class, but it, I do um, offer twelve weeks of coaching. And um, and here's something it didn't come up earlier, but I would love to mention it. Um, one of the things that's so important to me is that when uh, we work together, I want people to feel really comfortable. And I get that this is a really new thing. Well, you know, and I'm not a therapist, and they're like, "Oh, what are you doing?" and and about a year ago, I just decided, you know, what? I want to take away people's uh, hesitancy and their, 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 their fears of working with me because that's negative energy. I don't want to start off like that, right? And so I'm willing to, you know, meet you where you are. If you're willing to come and put your trust into my work, I'm willing to give you, and I tell everybody this, I'm willing to give you this course for free if at the end of the nine weeks it it just didn't work well for you. It didn't resonate with you. So, and I gladly offer that because that's how confident I am about my work because I'm never telling you what to do. I'm really guiding you back to yourself. And people always make a shift. Um, and it's amazing because since I've been doing it online for the last you know, year and change, um, I haven't had to give any money back. 
Um, so I want people to feel comfortable right at the beginning and uh, it starts off our relationship well. Thank you for sharing that. And I think that's a true testament to, you know, what you're doing and how much you believe in what you're doing and clearly how much your clients believe in what you're doing. So like Stephanie, I'm super excited to try it out. Um, So Sue, as we wrap up this conversation, one thing we like to ask all of our guests is what does the art of living well mean to you? Really simple. It's about living in balance because when you live in balance, what that means, or well, let's say we strive to live in balance, right? We, we're never full balance. We're never in a full yin and yang state. That's, that's impossible. But we're always striving to live in balance. And in order to do that, we need to know what that balance is for us. Because once you know what balance is, that means that you're connected to your center and that you're always going to be able to retreat back to your center, your core, which I call your home, which is the safest, most loving, and most confident place and secure place that you can live from. And when you can live in that balance, then everything else in life is just going to be easier. And that's what I teach, preach, and strive for. I'm not perfect, (laughs) trust me, but I strive to do that. I love that. Wow. That's beautiful. beautiful. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on our show. Um, We can't wait for our listeners to hear this message and people can work with you around the world. So that's great. A a pandemic silver lining for sure. Yes. Yes. That's the way I look at it. Thank you ladies so much. I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to share my message. Um, and, uh, and, and just so you know, as an extra special for your listeners and your guests, if they choose, if they listen to this and they, you know, watch my webinar and they are interested in working with me, I would love to work with them and I would be glad to offer them, you know, for your listeners, you know, maybe an extra month of coaching or something. Uh, okay. Just as a, just as a thank you for you as well. well That's thank great. You thank you that. so much. Thank yeah. you. All right. Well, you have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too, ladies. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at theartofliving underscore well on Instagram and Facebook, where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well.